Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. Synonyms of the word change. Alter. Make different. Become different. Adjust. And every day, we evolve. We adapt. We change. And this is where we talk about it. This is The Clay Young Show. Thanks, Neil. Welcome back, y'all. How have you been? It's been a few weeks here. The holiday season kind of separates the shows as the year is wrapping to a close. But it's good to talk to y'all again. Thanksgiving has come and gone, and there's been a lot happening. Man, for me personally, I almost lost a dear friend last week. And it, it brings in perspective even more how precious life is and how tomorrow is not promised. Would have been crazy. Would have been crazy. Can't go into details about that yet. But I do plan on talking with this person and having a conversation about it here on the show. But look, I'm thankful. They're okay. And that's all that matters. And I said this on social media Last week, earlier this week, as a matter of fact, if you don't follow me on social media, you can get at me on Facebook. Just type in my name, Clay Young. Look for the dashing fellow in the very serious pose. And on Instagram, it's Clay underscore Young BR. And on Twitter, it's at Clay Young BR. On Facebook, I just commented about how precious life is and also talked about all the toxicity, cowardly toxicity and hate on social media now. And that 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 doesn't even really speak to people who just disagree. It's just the nature of some people who use it as a weapon to do nothing but spread division. Miserable people who need company and that's where they go to find it. And I believe most people, the vast majority of people are not interested in that foolishness. And I think we ought to spend the re- the remainder of this crazy year, in my opinion, trying to be in a positive headspace and not being occupied by people who have nothing more to do than to be cancerous and divisive. And I just don't punch down. That's what I said. Don't punch down. There's nothing to be gained from it. So don't do it. If you got your health, especially this year, you're blessed. Another friend of mine just lost her husband to COVID. And I mean, everything else that's going on that's really serious stuff should occupy most of where we are. Not this foolishness that's just trolls and keyboard cowboys who want to be on social media just sowing division. I just bless their heart. So let's talk about today. Today in studio, I'm going to have two ladies who are a part of a great organization that is impacting young ladies. I've known both of them a very, very long time. Sashika, who's been, I think Sash, has Sash done the podcast before? I don't know that she has. I'll have to ask her that when she's in studio in, in a second. And then JC, Jessica, they work with OMG. That's right. And you'll learn what OMG is and how you can get involved with them coming up here. 
And let me just go back to something earlier and just say this to you. For those people who are, I think there are a lot of people right now who have either lost someone this year or who are in a tough spot because of how COVID has waylaid economies across the country with companies having to shut down, furlough, or just flat out fire people. I think that we really ought to be thinking about them during this during this time of the year. And if you could do a little something extra for someone else, it's not a bad idea. It, it may matter more this year than in years gone by. Just saying, just looking out, right? Trying to keep it on a high note. So let's talk to these young ladies about what they're doing for young ladies. And that's on the other side of this. Have you heard about this? The only interactive podcast in the capital city that lets you help solve a crime. There was a shooting. Okay, is someone shot? The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Just some suspicious people running through the parking lot before. Real stories. It was my first love. Real crimes. Real people. Real justice. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Exclusively at podcast225.com. This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consulting. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at openeyesafetytraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. The issues, the policies, the people. This is The Clay Young Show. Okay, back with the two ladies behind, well, one of them in general, and the other one who's come along who's a force in her own right. They're behind OMG, Sashika and Jessica, two ladies I've known for a long time, one of which I've known since she was a kid, and they're doing great work for young ladies. What's up, y'all? How are y'all? Doing great. You're telling your age. I know, right? Because I'm going to tell mine. I'm 36. He said since I was a kid. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Nobody nobody asked y'all to do all of that. You you come into this. You haven't been in here a minute yet. Causing trouble. Causing trouble. So what is OMG? The Outstanding Mature Girls Organization. Um, We started in 2013 as a conference. Yep. And um, after we established ourselves as a conference, the girls and their parents wanted more. Now, when I say a conference, so we were um, empowering young ladies um, to be their best selves, Mm -hmm. um, self-esteem, health um, related topics. And of course, um, one of the first educating um, young people about HIV and AIDS awareness. So let's talk a little bit about that for you guys. You said it started with a conference. I supported that, and I, mm-hmm. and I support what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Tell people who don't know what happened at that conference to kind of start all of this. So um, being that my background is in entertainment and radio, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to bring together the two, um, HIV, um, AIDS education, and entertainment. And so um, I reached out some favors um, with some artists um, that, you know, we've been knowing for a while. They came out and uh, the girls loved it. 
And not only that, um, you know, we pretty much like here's some HIV um, education. Here's, um, you know, some breakout sessions. And um, I made sure that I told, you know, the, the team of volunteers that I wanted them to be energetic. Um, I wanted them to be relatable to the young ladies. Um, don't come in wearing any high heels and dresses. Come in with jeans and tennis shoes on. You know, just come in comfortable. So they did that. We played music. We had a DJ. And uh, from then on, it, the rest is history pretty much um, whenever we started that conference. So. Yeah, and the great thing about it is that we've had the full support of the governor. We've had the full support of um, each mayor that's been in um, office. So being that we have the support of the state has made things a lot easier for us to be able to be able to cross lines that we probably wouldn't have been able to do before and bring girls from all walks of life to um, this conference. So, Sash, when you approached me about this, when was the first conference? What year? Um, 2013. 2013. And when we talked about this back then, you kind of wanted to be involved with young ladies mm-hmm. and impacting them. Mm-hmm. For both of y'all, I mean, you're, you're both mothers. You both have you know beautiful daughters who are, who are going to do wonderful things. You know, why do you think there are so few opportunities for young women to be mentored when it appears that there are mentorship programs for young women everywhere. Well, and I can say, you know, Sasha saying that OMG started in, you know, the first conference was in 2013. Uh, but I had the pleasure of being the first OMG <laughs> girl to because it started back. Uh, the conversation of it started in 2003, probably. Oh, wow. Um, actually, when we were doing the teen talk show, Word Up. So that's where the conversation started in my mom's living room um, about. I remember that show. <laughs> so for me, I feel like that's where the uh, encouragement of what being a mentor is. Okay. Uh, because Sashika was that to me, um, which is now equal equal to me with um, education and uh, careers. Mm-hmm. And I think if people think about what they needed in their lifetime what was missing. I feel like we have a culture sometimes that hides things under the rug when mistakes are made. Um, And if we bring those mistakes to the forefront, if we bring our success to the forefront and take that, bottle it up and tell the people, um, the younger girls coming up, you know, we would have a force to be reckoned with once they reach maturity, reach adulthood, they're going to want to do the same thing in reaching back. Uh, So I think that's very important. That's just for me, that's just as important as education. What do y'all hope to accomplish with these girls? Just what uh, Jess pretty much said, mm. you know, to turn them into productive adults. How's that working? Um, it's been working great. So our so we have young ladies, uh, my daughter, um, who started, you know, way whenever we first began. Mm-hmm. And so now they're sophomores in college. So now Jeez. they become um, they become um, club leaders. Mm-hmm. So they in turn um you know set programs they check on the the young ladies um we um we are going to start uh assessment so we're going to do assessment evaluation just kind of checking on the younger girls and so the older girls are going to be trained on that Mm -hmm. um to where they know exactly what questions to ask and um just let the girls know that they're there um to help them as well what are some of the skill sets that you hope these young ladies are going to get as a result of their interaction with OMG? 
Well, they are getting it now, leadership skills. Mm -hmm. Um, These young ladies um, outside of the organization, they have accomplished so much. Um, We have a young lady in seventh grade. She took the ACT and made a 21. Yes. Okay. All right. And so um, in her school, you know, she's she ran for office. She because we we (laughs) we have in our organization, you become a president, vice president. You have all the officers and we let the girls run the um, the club meetings. Yeah. And so they learn those skills. They take it to school and they know how to run a campaign and they run it very well and they they win. I think that's pretty amazing. And it's it's good, positive um, experience for them to get. So how do y'all keep the hate and the foolishness out? I would, you know, sometimes, and Sasha deal, deals more with the meetings, but if you don't see the hate and the foolishness, then you don't know what to take out. You don't know um, what areas. And typically when, you, when you're dealing with the, you know, the child that's more bringing the hate and foolishness, they have some underlining barriers there mm-hmm. that we don't see. So it gives an opportunity for you to bring that to the forefront so you can understand why, you know, what's taking place, what's going on, um, and be able to use that for them to understand what, uh, how to break barriers in their school. Yeah. Because they're facing, you know, if they're bringing it to the meeting, they're facing the same thing at school. And Sasha probably can give more to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we've had um, some times where we had to deal with that. And mm-hmm. um you know, we we talked to the the young the two young ladies who may have had the issue with mm-hmm. one another, and then we brought in their um, their parents, mm-hmm. and we discussed it, and we just pretty much after that talked together as a group, and was telling the, the other girls like you have to lead by example because. Mm-hmm there are other young ladies behind you because we start at age 10. Mm -hmm. And so if you're 16 years old and you have a quarrel, you know, with, with someone, uh, you know, the 10 year olds are watching you. Mm -hmm. So we, we kind of tell them like, Hey, you have to lead by example. You have to set the, the example. And so what we do is when that happens, we put them together as, uh, we call them, you know, my sister's keeper. Mm -hmm. And so they have to check on one another they have to, uh, you know, write each other um, just a little letter. The two kids who had the conflict. Yes. It sounds like the restorative justice thing mm-hmm. they, they, that kind of thought, I think it started in New York, that, that gets the accused and the aggrieved together to try to mm-hmm. reach some, some middle ground on, on what happened. How many girls do you all have in the group? Well, uh, before the pandemic, you know, we had over over 200 because right. we were um, in schools as well. Okay. And so um, right now, consistently, we have 30 girls that meet 30 us girls. on Zoom. Yeah. On Zoom and with other activities. Now, just kind of going back to um, about the putting the girls together. So the teachers, um, the guidance counselors at the mm-hmm. schools, whenever we did this, they were so happy. Um, because they saw a change mm-hmm. in the young ladies mm-hmm. and um, they would leave the little notes at their desk or whatnot mm-hmm. and they were like, Miss Sashka, like, this is fabulous. Like, you know, these girls didn't even like each other for what reason, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But now that they have to write each other, you know, something nice about them or whatnot, like she said, I, I, I see a big change and now they're actually talking to one another in a nice way. I mean, I think that's awesome. It it teaches conflict resolution. And in so many cases, these kids don't see that 
mimicked or they don't see examples of that in their day to day lives. And so they don't know to do you don't know to do what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what have you gotten? Because I know you, you, Jessica said earlier that you've had commitments from local elected officials, the the last two mayors, Mayor Holden and Mm -hmm. Mayor Broom here. And then the governor, the governor has been on board with this. I think the model is amazing, but I would be remiss if I did not ask, what about the little boys? So, and I do have two little boys of my own, yes. and they always ask, what about us? Mm-hmm. I'm um, sure in about 10 years, they'll want to volunteer with OMG, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Probably so, not for the most. Uh, <laughs> they help with, you know, w- with their dad and moving boxes and whatever else. And, you know. They don't no, I meant to. a little more specifically with helping to <laughs> right. coordinate the young women. But, uh, <laughs> but no, what about the boys? Well, um, you know. I feel that once I get to that point, um, there will be something. Now, don't get me wrong. So in our schools, mm-hmm. um, we do have a program called You Know, You Know Awareness Program. Okay. And so with You Know, You Know is for both boys and girls. Okay. Um, not so much the OMG Club yeah. is just for girls, but the You Know Awareness Program is for both boys and girls. And so we've had successes in that um, particular area as well because with the you know awareness program we go into the um the health centers in the schools and we have the um the counselors um come in and sit in on that particular those particular sessions and so with that the boys um the young men are very um how can I say it? They, they're they comfortable with, with talking about different topics, and it's intertwined with the young ladies. And so the young ladies get to hear um, from a young man's perspective and vice versa. And I've seen where one situation, there was a young man who um, had gotten into a fight. Okay. He got into a fight, and the principal was threatening to suspend him okay so he told the principal and this is what um how old was he uh i was 15 or 16 okay and so the principal threatened to suspend him and so um they called the the lady who um helps me you know the the Uh, counselor who helps me with the program and uh said hey we're gonna get rid of him you know this that and the other because his behavior and he said to this is the principal telling her he said that to call you and um see if he can just continue coming to the you know awareness program yeah and come consistently and um he wouldn't because he doesn't want to get suspended Mm -hmm. and so he did that and um you know he came and he told me what happened and um i told him well you know you have to learn to kind of just kind of dust some things off and Mm -hmm. you don't have to react to everything that somebody says this that and the other and so after him coming consistently to the program um he was very grateful he didn't get suspended Mm -hmm. and um I saw him at another school where we started the program and he stopped me in the hallway and was thanking me so much, you know, for giving him that. And now he knows how to handle certain things and um, for giving him that chance of not being able to to get suspended because they they pretty much asked, um, asked the counselor myself, like, we're going to, we're going to suspend him. So what Mm -hmm. what y'all want to do? So, you know, I could say a whole lot about, that model of of 
suspension, expulsion, all of those things. It, it, when you were talking about that, it brings to mind a story I heard in Dallas. I was visiting Dallas to see a program over there that was trying to come here. And one of the guys working with the program there was in the schools working mm-hmm. as kind of a counselor. He was he was support to the teachers, but only in the capacity of, of counseling and interacting with the kids. And he talked about one of the young men coming to school and being disruptive in the morning. And the teacher calls him in to ask him, you know, to, to mm-hmm. you know, get with the kid because he seems like he's, you know, something's wrong. Well, he told him, he said, look, man, when I woke up this morning, there was this guy I don't know who had stayed at my house. And mm. when I was leaving, he was arguing with my mom. Mm. And I'm worried about my mom. And so he didn't know how to communicate that yep. to the teacher because the rapport wasn't there. And and in all fairness to her, if you don't interact with kids who are in those kind of environments on that level, you don't know to know. Again, it works both ways. Then there was another one with a kid he told me about, and I'm sure you guys have seen this. A uh, young man was sitting in class with his hood over his head and he kept his head down the whole day. And it was another one he said he went to him to ask him, hey, man, you got to sit up in class. And he was just beside himself because he says, man, I need a haircut. Mm-hmm. Can't, and I can't get a haircut. And I don't want to take this off because the kids are all over him. Mm-hmm. So though I'm just saying that to say that children do require more nuance Mm -hmm. especially now you know my generation was just do it because i said to do it and that was all nobody solicited conversation they made a speech and you heard it that was it (laughs) it's different now now you kind of have to say you have to tell them why and you know which is new but that's the way it works now Mm -hmm. you know most uh when i was working for two at-risk programs uh, Mm -hmm. one out of salt lake city and one here in baton rouge the one thing that i realized was that most of the kids that were not attending class or had problems with getting to class we call them the cannot and the will not you have students that cannot attend because they're situations at home. I had one student who uh, mom worked 18 hours and sister was really ill um, and needed to get back and forth to do transfusions. So he could not come to school because Mm -hmm. he was taking care of his sister. And then you have the will nots. And the will not is I'm just not coming. But the reason why they're not coming is, for instance, there was a transgender student. Uh, Mm -hmm. Someone in the school leaked that he was uh, the student was going through the trans the the process. Yeah. So therefore, he was not going to get his diploma. That just wasn't going to happen because, you know, he was facing so much adversity at school. Oh, he wasn't going to get the diploma because he wasn't going to go. He wasn't going to go to school. He just was going to drop out because it was easier for him to drop out at the time. They're killing themselves, Jessica. Now, we, we yes. see stories of kids mm-hmm. committing suicide. Yeah. 12 and 13 yes. year old kids. What was the thing well, with the I little boy? Those, those calls. The little boy earlier. Well, maybe it was earlier or maybe it was last year. A little boy with, with all the hair. and Right. Uh, was he, it wasn't from here, was it? Mm-hmm. Actually, he's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he yeah. committed suicide. Yeah. So they're, um, his family, they're part of OMG. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, his family's a part of OMG, and he um, was a wonderful um, young boy. He would come to, he came to all the conferences. Um, his mom is one of our facilitators Okay. Um, at the conference, and of course, just an amazing friend of mine. And so, um, you know, just, just hearing about that situation um, really, um, you know, took a shift in all of our lives. When you say you were contacted about it, well, so so when I say I'm contacted, so I have young ladies that reach out at two, three o'clock in the morning, talking about Miss um, Sashka. I can't take it anymore, and so I'm pretty much walking them off of the ledge. Mm. And this actually happened even before I started OMG um, with the young ladies that I would mentor at the radio station that would mm-hmm. come through and job shadow. And so even now, you know. And that young that young lady is doing amazing things. Um, both of the young ladies that um, I pretty much had to talk off the ledge are are doing wonderfully um, now. And so it's just pretty much being in the situation mm-hmm. um, that they have no control over, and they are wanting to change their lives um, for the better. But the home situation. Yeah. It was just something that they could not control. And then if you have a mom telling you that, you know, um, when are you going to have my grandbaby? And you're 16. What? You'd be amazed by the things that take place. I had a... I want a grandbaby. No. What? <laughs> you, yes. You'd be amazed. Yes. Not only I want a grandbaby, but I've actually watched a mother leave her child at the school because it was too much to handle. The child was a, it was a twin. The twin didn't have any type of um, mental disabilities at all, was mm-hmm. doing fine. Uh, but the little girl that we had had a ton of mental disabilities, um, six pills a day, shots. But the pills made her feel so different. And you could tell when she was taking her medicine because she came to school and she was a totally different person. Mm -hmm. No smile on her face, no anything. So she wanted to be happy. She wanted to interact like the rest of us. But her interacting like the rest of us meant that she would come to school and not know how to interact. She She was socially awkward. Yeah, so she see us smiling. We had a situation where uh, she just hadn't taken her medicine that day. Um, The mom came to school and she asked, were there any beds someplace else because she wasn't going to take her home. She couldn't take her home. She had had enough. Uh, so I just don't even understand that. I think she's had enough. You know, and the thing is, is that we don't know what the parents go through at home. Not only is she dealing, they don't, we don't come to this world knowing how to deal with kids with mental disabilities. No, um, or deal with kids, period. Yeah, so you have your one child that has yeah. mental disabilities. One, the other twin is doing fine. And then you have a son who's fighting all the time in class. Mm-hmm. And then you're facing the boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, who's having all types of, you know, different issues that he's bringing home. So she probably couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, now we're at a situation where, and there may be programs out there for parents, but where do the parents turn when they're like that? Who's there for the parents when they can't take it anymore? Because what I saw was the principal at the school that I was working at was, okay, ma'am, you know, we'll, we'll give you a call. And then they called, you know, the the state to come in to yeah. take the kid. What's your working relationship when you guys are with the schools? Do you start at the district office? Is it the individual schools? How does that work? 
individual we kick down doors let's go (laughs) (laughs) it's it's the individual schools so you know i think this is a part of a larger conversation at some point and I, I really wanted people to, to I want people to learn about the organization and I want them to support it, not just with good thoughts and prayers, but mm-hmm. with dollars mm-hmm. and and resources because of what you're doing. Um, I hadn't said this yet in the in the conversation, but I'm so proud of y'all, man. That's thank you. You know, thank you. not a phrase I get to use all the time in these days. But, but I mean, <laughs> if this this is generations of mentoring right here that you yes. that you're seeing <laughs> three generations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, what, what do you tell, tell like everybody? Is, tell everybody what you mean by that, because so, you threw that out there on the middle. Well, of I'm saying, and so you you know you became my mentor. You started mm-hmm. off as my mentor. She's about to cry. I see it. <laughs> no. Girl, I can't mess with this mascara. But um, but you started off as my mentor, and um, the things that I've learned, you know, under your lead, I was able to bring Mm -hmm. that, you know, to To Jessica. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now, you know, it's just... It's not often I can sit with both of you guys. Um, Really isn't. In fact, the last time the three of us were together was a was a somber occasion. It was Mm -hmm. after we had a memorial for our good friend Guy Brody, who passed Mm -hmm. away. This was last fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Last August. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was the last time the three of us were together. So, you know, I'm a fan of of people who do what y'all are doing. Cause I, I like to believe that I do that myself in that mm-hmm. I don't believe in boundaries. And I've said to people, a lot of folks quote the definition of insanity is quote Einstein. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting different results. And I like to tell people that's also the definition of persistence. The mm-hmm. only difference is expectation. What do you expect? So it's crazy if your expectation and your information is wrong. But just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean that it's impossible. So y'all speak to that. What you're doing, I think, is trailblazing. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I think and it, it, it's definitely it speaks volumes to what we were able to do. What was that? 15 years ago um, with we had an outlet and I and I bring it back to word up because I had an outlet to say whatever I wanted to say, however I wanted to. And I (laughs) did. did. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did it, you know. And these two were there to, like, steer me on track. Like, wait a minute, you know, you're being too grown. Get back over here. (laughs) Um, But it it gave me an opportunity to fine-tune those things that I wanted to see within others. And I feel like moving forward... Um, we have to continue to be persistent uh, because if you look around a lot, you know, everyone wants to talk about, oh, our murder rate is just so high. Oh, my goodness. You know, and a lot of these murders that are taking place, they're getting the people who are being killed and the people who are behind the gun are getting younger and younger and younger. And they're doing it in the middle of, of the day, the middle of the day. And I one thirty one happened literally at twelve oh one. And this is something that Sashika knows. I tell them that um, shootings are just as about as common as car accidents mm-hmm. uh, because I've witnessed two in two months. You know where I'm in my car and I see it happening before my eyes. Did you really? Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. one time it was uh, Jaden was in the car. My daughter was in the car with wow. me. Wow. Uh, and we're at a light on Florida Boulevard, and I'm like, car is backfiring. Now look, I was like, well, that car's too new to backfire. We happened to turn a little bit more to my, our left, and 
right on Florida Boulevard, right where Raising Cane's and uh, Burger King is, there's a shooting taking place. And this person cleared out his clip and walked calmly to his car. He did not run. He was not afraid. He did not speed off. He drove slowly off like nothing happened. And I say all of that to say that, you know, it, it's persistent as a community. It's not persistent as, a, as an individual. And we as a community have to stand. And it's not just for one particular community or one particular mm-hmm. zip code. This is Baton Rouge as a whole. Yep. This is New Orleans as a whole. This is Shreveport as a whole. This is all of our cities as a whole. And if we don't stand as an individual, as a community, as a city, as a state, as a nation, this is what we're going to become. So it has to be a situation where everyone doesn't have the same skill sets. No one wants to come in and, you know, you may not want to, you know, sit with a whole bunch of teens and tell them about your day. That may not be you, (laughs) but you have something that you can give towards the cause. And it may not necessarily be financial. It could be something that you feel would be of value. So I'm not saying that everybody has to be a mentor because that may not be you. But you can be something towards the cause of building a better us as a whole. Mm-hmm. I just said it all. <laughs> um, she she pretty much um, you know she pretty much nailed it. So I have nothing to really say behind that. Um, <laughs> Wow. Clay taught me well. <laughs> Before we get to how people can get involved, I would like a story about a young lady that you saw come into the program and change. And it's because you talked about the young ladies who shadowed you, job shadowed you and the whole thing. And and we've both been invested in this young lady and what she's doing so great. And she's she's a phenomenal mother. And and your kid is just so poised and everything. And that's even with y'all being Saints fans. So um <laughs> Give me a story about a couple of the young ladies y'all interact with. A couple stories. Okay, so um, like I said, we started age 10. And so um, we had a young lady come in. I think she was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And so when she would come in, um, she would come in face twisted up. <laughs> uh, she would come in um, just upset with the world. Mm-hmm. you know. And she had a sister, older sister, her sister was just bright and bubbly and just excited and her you could tell her sister kind of felt kind of like a little embarrassed that mm-hmm. okay I'm sorry you know that she was coming in with the little you know attitude or yeah. whatnot and so you know we would um, facilitate different topics and it will come to her she'd be like mm. she'll just shrug her shoulders and she would never give us an answer and so um The following year, we had um, elections going on, Mm -hmm. and she wanted to run for an office. And so I said, in order to run for an office, you have to come up here and tell us why it is that you want to run. And so um, she picked whatever position she wanted to run for. She got up and, you know, said, you know, I want to... I want to run for you know such and such. Like it was just very dry mm-hmm. and very, and she didn't she didn't win, she didn't win. But um, you know she started that that particular year is when she started talking more. Um, she started kind of uh, being involved a little bit more, but yet the attitude was still there. Mm-hmm. So whenever. Um, 
you know, she would talk about, yeah, I got in a fight with this girl today because, you know, I just don't, you know, she would talk about those particular yeah. um, situations. So, Clay, when I tell you <laughs> this young lady today, Miss Sashka, what do you need? Miss Sa- she's going to ninth grade. Yeah. Well, she, she, I think, no, she's, she's at Lee High School now. Mm-hmm. She's at Lee High School um, she comes, she volunteers at everything that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's outspoken. She she is a firecracker. Like, I wish I could say her name, but I no, can't. No, you can't. <laughs> we can't do but, that. Uh, but she, oh my gosh, I am so excited for her. She comes with ideas, what mm-hmm. we can do with the organization, um, what other girls, she and she encourages other young ladies. Yeah. Um, like new new young ladies that come in and she see that they have an attitude. She's like, y'all, that's not the OMG way. Like, wow, um, the OMG way. You know, you have to have a better attitude about life. You have to have a better attitude about things. And you know, she's just, you know, woo! watching watching <laughs> the the energy radiate off of you as you tell mm-hmm. that story. When when we were doing this this show, which would have been 21 years ago this year wow (laughs) yeah 21 years ago this year 99 and that's what i got from it you know kids will lie to you Mm. oh they will but their emotions will never lie to you nope because everybody tells lies yes but you know kids if they don't like you they don't pretend to like you Thank you. And and the thing is, a lot of times it's it starts with the word trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in structure, but I also believe in trust. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. So when you like this young lady, imagine and this is something I'll tell everybody on the outside. Imagine if she never met you. Mm-hmm. Imagine if she never met y'all. Imagine if she never knew that was in her. All of us have stories we can tell about people that changed our life. You know, and 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 yeah, that's important. So she's always going to remember that. Mm-hmm. She's Clay, always going to remember what y'all did for her. Clay, these young ladies encourage one another. So um, we have quite a few ladies that attend Baton Rouge High. Mm-hmm. Quite a few ladies that attend Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, they come in. They talk about their grades. They talk about um, their successes and their failures, right. and how they can, you know, how they've overcome it, or you know, what they need to do to overcome them. Mm-hmm. And they share that. So it's like, well, she's making straight A's, so you know what? I'm going to push hard to to do the same thing. So I see it like happening. Um, you know, I made a 21 on my ACT in seventh grade, and so all the older girls are like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, all right, but well, it pushed them to, you know, to, to do good on their ACT. How can people get involved with the organization? And, and before we do that, you got something. So as we record this, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this show, this is recorded on the 10th of December and uh, it likely is already on the website right now on the same day Mm -hmm. but if you're hearing it afterwards let's talk a little bit about what you got coming up this coming weekend and then I think the following weekend Mm -hmm. yes so um, we've partnered with the Baton Rouge the Greater Baton Rouge Food Bank okay uh, this weekend to provide um, fresh farm boxes which is um, produce right it's a particular program that they had um, going on at the Baton Rouge Food Bank okay you know the farmers bring in like fresh veggies and things like that and so we are giving away 100 boxes 
um, this weekend because it kind of falls in line with, like I said, our health-related fields within mm-hmm. our mission and just being a, being able to provide um, that wonderful food to the community. Mm-hmm. And so our young ladies are going to um, be out there helping to um, put boxes in trunks. What time again? Taxis, um, from 10 to 1 p.m., 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on December 12th. 12th, yeah. two days from today. And, mm-hmm. and what location again? 8599 Jor Road, okay. Suite C. And so um, Jor Road, right as you enter Central yeah. um, from, from yeah. Greenville Springs. And just MapQuest it or whatever yes. map device you use, mm-hmm. you can do it. And if you didn't catch it, just rewind it 15 seconds and you can hear what she said. And then next weekend. Yes, on December 22nd, um, the Tuesday, we're, we're doing a toy giveaway okay and we're doing 100 toys um 50 for 50 toys for boys 50 toys for girls okay the boys are finally in there now yes all right oh (laughs) man and so uh we're doing that at the same location okay and this time we are partnered with um different organizations within the community so so now and you're 501 c3 yes so that means that the the donation is a tax deductible donation Mm -hmm. so can can people give online to you yes they can where um they can go to our omg youth conference.com page and when you scroll down past our um past sponsorships Mm -hmm. there is a a link button there that you can donate you can click on that particular link awesome so go and donate to the organization and where are you on social media um outstanding mature girls conference on facebook and we have outstanding mature girls on facebook and also um outstanding i mean omg conference on instagram well, you're gonna have to come here one time and bring a couple of the young ladies with you. Oh, and, they would love and, to run their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they would love to talk and and bring them in. Man, what great work! I got something for you before you oh, leave. Oh, thank you. So okay. the Praise we the Lord. <laughs> Santa's bringing gifts. Today. <laughs> so it's it's good. And again, one more time on social media, where can people get it? Outstanding Mature Girls Conference on Facebook and on Instagram, OMG Conference. So at them. Talk yes. to them, follow Please. them, like them, the whole thing, and share this. And if you are an organization that has young ladies, I'm sure they bring you in to talk. Because do y'all do that? Y'all go talk to, to like groups that yes. already oh, deal definitely. with young women? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. All right. Now, what kind of shadowing programs do y'all have for these girls? So um, during the summertime, we collaborate with Big Buddy in the mayor's office. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, they allow OMG to bring in like 12 girls. Yeah. And they come in and um, they see what the organization does. They help prepare and plan events. Mm-hmm. And they become club members as well. That's awesome. And uh, they take on leadership because I do have a story about that as well, too. But uh, they take on leadership uh, responsibilities and um they go back and and tell us by word of mouth, pretty much. So. What's the tea? What's the story? What do you got? What, what? Well, no. So we had some young ladies come in through the mayor's office yeah. for a summer program. Yeah. Um, attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in the morning time. Young ladies with attitudes. No. No. <laughs> How strange in, is that? Yes, indeed. Coming in the morning time uh, for our morning talk, and they'll be slumped in their chairs and just no kind of energy and this, that, and the other, and they'll mumble, talk back to me underneath their breath and this, that, and the other. And so a few times I had to come in and be Clay Young. <laughs> <laughs> 
and tell them we're going to have some structure, some order up in here. Y'all are not going to, you know, and now these young, young ladies. Um, Our leaders. So they, yeah, they started off in ninth grade with the program. They're yeah. sophomores in college now. Yeah. And they are leaders in our organization. I will, being Clay Young is not a bad thing. No, it's not. <laughs> I thought it was a bad thing at sixteen. So, <laughs> so to that point, I, so that that's a perfect segue into something like that. Is that you don't realize how much value you have for people like that as you get older in life. Amen. And it's and it's it's normal for a kid because you know we've all been there when someone is forcing you to live within structure and some dynamic of progress that you feel like it's it's um i i can't find the word it's suppressing you it it, it, and what you don't realize is no things don't grow in unstructured situations it doesn't things grow properly in structured situations and 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 then you realize it and but you know one thing i will tell you it's it's funny as you get older you become more patient and less patient. Yes, I haven't got to the m- more patient part of my well, well, year. Well, it, it, it's it's because you have been through the cycle of three, six, five so many times that you have seen things happen, mm-hmm. and you start to recognize that it's just going to be this way. That's how I am. Yeah, so and, I think and, more and, patient is well, something that I've developed. Uh, I'm still waiting to get to y'all. Senior, but, <laughs> listen, you know. you, you'll get there. You know, I, I told my son the other day that you'll get to a place in life where patience becomes a weapon. Mm-hmm. It really will become a weapon in life as you're trying to do something, and and you guys, you know, really, really make me feel happy to see what you're doing. But and I think y'all practice this because I live by it. Guard your circle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Guard, guard what goes into your psyche every day mm-hmm. you know hard things in life are just the nature of being alive mm-hmm. drama is a choice it is drama is a choice mm-hmm. you could leave out of here and have a flat tire that's life god forbid mm-hmm. or you know some something you have to repair god forbid some you know mm-hmm. that's just ah, it's frustrating but that's mm-hmm. life drama is uh, you have to choose to be around some miserable clown all the time. Well, you have to choose, and I just think you have to make the choice. Mm-hmm. And so, what you're teaching, and, and that's the thing that these girls are getting from y'all listening to and you. I teach them consistency as well. You, but you, you, by y'all being there before you say anything, you're teaching them yeah, consistency. Yeah, and, and I didn't understand that. I can't say doing word up because Clay was really particular mm-hmm. about my circle. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't get it then. And there were times where I would start to change a little bit and be more friendly and be around all these different people and stuff. And he'll give me this eye. And if you know Clay, you know the eye. He doesn't have to say anything, but you know you have thoroughly messed up. And you're going to hear about it before the end of the day. Um, but I understand it more so, you know, probably more now in my 30s than anything. Because like mm-hmm. you said, our circle is really small. Mm-hmm. It's really small. We're not the circle to tell you everything that we've done in the community. Right. We're not the circle to tell you um, or be on your top 40 list or be on, you know, all of these. I never cared about that. Yeah. You know, all of these. <laughs> when accurate. I was under 40, uh-huh. I didn't care about. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm certainly not throwing any. And, and, no shade. We're not yeah. throwing Whatsoever. any. No, 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 no. Not being critical of those accolades, but I just I never cared about it. And y'all don't care about it. But look what y'all are building. Yeah. I mean, think how many girls. I forgot to ask this earlier when we were talking about this. If could you guys guesstimate the number of girls that have come 
through the program? So if you want to include the conference, I would say probably about 3,500. Wow. Yeah. I was and I think she's probably lowballing on that one, but uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, um, because when you include the conference, the conference goes so far. Yeah. And when you see busloads of kids, especially the kids who come from, uh, what's the name of the... Uh, um, Louisiana Youth... Um, yeah, the L-Y, L- LYC, the Louisiana Youth Correctional yeah. Center. Um, oh, and going towards Zachary? Not Pineville, I think. Yeah. It's in Pineville. Oh, do y'all remember... Well, I know. Yes. I remember. When I, remember when I, I took say, a yes. group of of when we were doing that show. This is a long time ago. I took a group of kids to mm-hmm. hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a game. I'd been in there before mm-hmm. on something, and I knew I wanted to go back. And I took this group, and we went in and did the show from there. Mm-hmm. You remember that? What you yes, were part I of the group? That. So yeah. when those young ladies get off that bus, that's what it reminds me. Me too. Of. That's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like every yeah. time they get off the bus, I'm like. You know, this is kind and of history. There are yeah. the most awesome. active kids at the conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the most vocal. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are, you know, if somebody's like, hey, come on stage, they're the first ones to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's such, and I think that we may not necessarily see how things unfold for them after the conference, mm-hmm. but I definitely believe in planting a seed. And sometimes no once that seed is planted, it's not always for us to continue to water it, Mm-mm. but it's for that seed to actually be planted. And I, I think there's so many lives that's been touched in that arena. Um, and just going, you know, Sashika is, is, she doesn't talk enough about everything that she does. I'm only like a I, small that's little portion. That's why I bring Jess. <laughs> It's the small, because like I said, this was back in 2001, my mother's couch. I wrote it out because, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm the writer of the group. So I wrote it out. I gave it to Sasha. I went to sleep and I probably stayed asleep for some years. Sasha was still working on that, still going. She wakes up with OMG on her mind. She goes to sleep with OMG on her mind. Um, and to bring a little bit back to the you know group that she talked about, you know stands for young adults knowledge. It's not just common slang. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are things that Sashika thinks about on like twenty four seven basis. Oh, I know. Um, she she rattled that cup around the same time every year about the conference. <laughs> I get that phone call. <laughs> uh, when I answer, I hear that ten cup rattling. <laughs> Before she can ask, like, I'm in, I'm in. We're going to rattle that cup a little bit early now. Do y'all hear the cup? Do y'all hear the cup? So it's, but look, it's worth it. And and that's the thing. And I. Clay, why don't we do a show like this all the time? Why don't we go to Hunt again? Hey, you know what? I, I, I could, I could, I could be down with a podcast that. That mm-hmm. I mean, this this thing is up on iTunes. It's on the iHeart app, mm-hmm. um, and on the site. And Clay doesn't talk enough about his. I no, what's well, so, no, no, no. <laughs> let me say this though. I'm, I'm here every show. We don't no, have to talk let me, about no, me. No, let me say this. The people who came across Word Up. 20, 21 years ago. They're working in the governor's office. Oh. They're working oh, yeah. in the mayor's I'm office. So proud to we see had that. one, Antoine Pierce, who ran for Senate, a vicious campaign yeah. um, for Senate. Yeah. And these are all people who were under Clay Young. Doctors. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lawyers. Yeah. Because true. he didn't Health play any games with us. And the same oh, with wow, Sasha. That's true. Mm-hmm. You that's know? so true. I came, when I did my, I filled out my application for Word Up. <laughs> 
Um, filled Musicians. it out. Yeah, filled out my application. That's right. Mm-hmm. Had an audition. My sister still holds this against Sasha to this day. <laughs> she does. Yeah. I got my wisdom teeth pulled. And Sashka called and said, um, Jessica has been, you know, she needs to come into the radio station. She has an audition. My sister says, quite frankly, well, she had a wisdom teeth pulled today. She's still under anesthesia. She probably can't make it. Well, if she can't make it, she won't be on. Click. <laughs> so me, swollen mouth, I got out the bed. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go. My sister's like, she didn't have to do that. You just had surgery. <laughs> Going off and off and off. But it taught the me. The only for- thing in life that's free is misery. You got to yeah. earn everything else. So I got there. I did my best. Of course, I went home and cried because I was using my mouth and talking so much. And there was a line literally out of the door for those auditions. But you made the show. Yeah, made the show. But it taught me persistence. It taught mm-hmm. me that no matter what is taking place in your life. And I'm, I'm the same way with my daughter. And she doesn't give me any trouble. But we have structure. Yeah. We have choices. I can remember Clay saying you can either choose A or B. <laughs> a or B probably wasn't great things, by the way. <laughs> well look the, But it was choices. Sashika you know? was was, you know, uh it was important for me. So I don't like micromanaging. And I tell any man, any member of my team that I don't like micromanaging. I have to I said I talked about structure and trust. When I leave you with something I let you do it. Mm-hmm. And so when people have responsibility on the show, and, I didn't micromanage it. And I knew he wanted the best. <laughs> and I made sure Every time. that it was Every the time. best. And Every like time. you said, those cast members. Yeah. Yeah. I but, selectively but, handled but, but you did. But, and that was the thing. It's like, but uh, that's the other, uh, I think, a function of leadership is you find talent and you let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. And so when y'all came in, you guys, you said it earlier, you could say what you wanted to say. Y'all could be expressive. But look at what y'all are doing now and with these young women. And I do think it's important that we empower young girls Mm -hmm. early for a a number of reasons. Chief among those being a young woman can change the energy of how a young man acts, especially in the teen years. Yes. And, and, and that's important to know. So, and I believe a young woman can can go into any career path and do anything a male can do. Mm-hmm. And that's not pandering. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. A young woman came up with the vaccine for COVID-19. I just think <laughs> we have to be able to put spotlights on what y'all are doing and not the quasi community groups that really aren't touching the streets. Mm-hmm. Like if I ask somebody who's involved in community work, have they ever heard of Dixie? And they go, where? And it's like, mm. yeah, you know. So there are parts of Baton Rouge that the, yeah. that that people won't, people probably don't know. Mm-hmm. When sunlight hits it, it doesn't mean that everything is calm. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so well, y'all are doing great work. But that the yeah. thing at Hunt, that's that's an intriguing idea. Maybe yeah. y'all been trying to get this band back together for a long time, <laughs> but I won't even get into that on this show. Might have slicked your way into one right there. I see. I, I see. mean, it, think about it. Okay. If we no, think dude, so about she's it, doubling down on me. I'm over gonna here double now. down right now because I really believe that the young adults in this community do not have an outlet. Mm-hmm. They don't have an outlet. True. They do not have. They can speak, but who is listening when they speak? Yep. Um, and if we don't understand what's taking place with them now, um, we're gonna miss an important opportunity to continue to grow successfully. And as we said, we're, this is not coming from people who were just, oh, we did a show and now we're sitting back. John Gray, 
who's with the Michael Foster Project and traveling all Boy, over bad. the world. Oh, man. Mm. Word Up was his start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Whatever happened to Raphael? Gentry. Um, so he he does um college recruitment and scholarships. Wow, so yeah, he awesome. hit me up actually on Facebook. So yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all will share and put this out. Listen, go follow OMG, give them some money, support them. They'll be back soon. I have a feeling sooner than I thought when before yes. we sat down to do this, but it's all good. I appreciate y'all. I'm so proud appreciate of y'all. You. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Executive Tone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executive Tone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executive Tone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money? That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucking in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call. 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still still here and they're going to continue to give you great service this is the clay young show how about those ladies huh i love it making a difference one day at a time you heard all the ways you can get involved with omg Sashika is a pretty special, pretty special person. And you heard me say Jessica is a force, very determined, hard-headed as hell as a kid, but that's because she had leader in her. And you see it today. Just like Sash, Sash cares about people, she pushes. Don't do that a whole lot. But you best believe they're my family. So they gave you all the social media handles and all the ways you can get involved and support them. I support OMG. Got to do something for the young fellas, too. We need something for the boys, too. And they got it, you know. If you heard the interview, you get that, you know. So that was great. All right. So not much to give about that. The holidays are coming up. I look forward to having a very special guest on hopefully next week to talk about something that was crazy, a 2020 situation. And I am I'm very excited that this worked out well and that I did not lose one of the best friends that I've ever had. So would have been tough. But I didn't. Thank God. All right. Again, one more time. Learn about OMG. Support it. They're doing great work. These ladies and their entire team are wonderful. And I appreciate you taking time to listen to this here podcast. Share the word about us on social media when you see a post about the show. And until then, I'll catch you next time here on The Clay Young Show. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.